Okay, get ready. Know that you're about to do meaningful work. And let that sense take over you. Feel the energy, feel the emotions, the concepts connected to that. Rest in the spontaneous flow that is occurring, resting in your intention to make this moment as meaningful as possible. Let the body go, let the mind go, let the senses go, rest. letting the body go, allow the earth to support you, allow space to keep your body upright, no need to force your mind, no need to force your senses to stop sensing, no need to make them sense any specific object. Take a rest. And in that resting, begin to experience natural, spontaneous being. Stillness clarity, radiance, ecstasy. nature of the body is just that. Let the body rest in its nature. The original nature of the breath is just that. Let the breath rest in its natural nature. nature of the mind is just that. Rest. Let the mind rest in its original nature. Whenever you sense yourself trying to make yourself still, stop the doing. Trying to make your mind clear, stop the doing. Trying to bring light, stop the doing, trying to bring joy, stop the doing,
original nature is not creative nature. It is original nature. And from within, direct cognition of original nature, all qualities of enlightenment spontaneously emerge. levels of holding, therefore various levels of letting go. Experience yourself letting go. Experience yourself also holding. the body in some proper posture, let go, and the body naturally rests in ease, the mind naturally rests in ease. witness going deeper. Let us witness definite letting go using the breath as a guide. Gently bring your attention to the breath. First just be aware of inhale and exhale. Try to force your mind to focus. Don't try to control the breath yet. No need to do anything about anything. breaths that we will extend. We will extend it only as a means to give us a clearer, a more appreciative perception of the process of letting go, of entering deeper into the nature of the mind, experiencing the qualities of stillness, 
power could be in the body, in the breath, in the mind. Clarity, radiance, and joy. the body entering into its original state and let the mind accompany the body and feeling that same stillness and ecstasy to whatever degree it manifests also in the mind extending the breath as much as possible seeking to empty the lungs as much as possible and once you reach the end of the exhalation Feel whatever level of serenity, whatever level of ecstasy, clarity, radiance, stillness that is present. And make a strong intention to stay within that perception as you gently breathe in and fill the lungs again. And when you're ready again, go even deeper with the next exhalation and stay within the new depth as you breathe in filling the lungs again as much as you can you begin by filling the lungs allowing the chest and the shoulders to rise and feeling the body and breathe out feeling the body going into a new sense of calm and let the mind rise, accompany the body. Empty the lungs as much as you can. When you're ready, breathe in while you stay perceiving, experiencing the depth of ease that you have reached. Once you fill the lungs as much as you can, as much as is comfortable, get ready again. Feel the body collapsing, sinking into its natural ease, and let the mind join. Now do breathe, unaccompanied by my guidance.
same method of riding the exhalation to a new depth, using the inhalation to remain and perceive and feel the depth. Not with just not with just the breath, but with whatever you turn your attention to. just have the intention to encounter the original mind. And turn your attention to the space in front of you at the level of your eyebrows. This stimulates energizes inner seeing in that space at the level of your eyebrows whether your eyes are closed or slightly open space filled with light. This is like reminding your original nature is luminous. It's like a hint. see that luminosity having a source. It could be an abstract form, or it could be a form of the personality you know. The personality could be historical, it could be figurant, or fiction. It could be someone that you know. Someone that naturally, emotionally draws from you a sense of reverence and a deep respect. Just like the perceiving of light is like a hint reminding you of your mind's natural luminosity. This presence is like a mirror, somehow at an unconscious level, reminding you of your mind's natural enlightened quality. with that presence. Show reverence, deepest respect. And in the very expression of that, let it be like the outbreath, let it take you deeper into the serenity, making the clarity clearer, the radiance brighter ecstasy more joyful. And whatever new measure of serenity you experience, know it, see
see it and make the intention to stay within it. expression of trust take you deeper. express gratitude in the same way, the very expression of that gratitude, that it be like the out-breath, taking you even deeper. be present in the breath. The ability to discern the different temperatures at the tip of the nose as you breathe in and breathe out, that's your indication that you are present in the breath. In that same palpable way, now be present in the body. Be aware of your head more and more until you are aware of the whole body from head to toe. And really feel present in the body. Now through your senses, by consciously, deliberately attending to your senses, you will make yourself present in your immediate surroundings. Go to your sense of touch, or whatever lets you know that you are somewhere. <coughs> sense of smell, sense of hearing, and sense of sight.
Hey, where does Samsara come from? <laughs> You're not the girl who lives uh, on uh, <laughs> Samsara. Where does it come from? Attachment. Attachment? Where does attachment come from? Self-cherishing. Self-cherishing. And where does that come from? Ego. I guess uh, a particular view of the ego, right? Well, should I ask? Where does that come from? <laughs> <laughs> yes, all these things attachment, self cherishing, wrong understanding of ego. The, the, the other, the entire uh, uh, scaffolding of what we, that we built around what we call ego. Yeah, these are the things that gives rise to samsara. What allows these things to be able to give rise to samsara? Permission. 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 We're not Permission. stopping these things. We're not stopping habits for allowing them to, to continue. Mm -hmm. And that's one of my favorite my favorite lines in the song says there's nobody messing with you but you. Uh, from uh, Grateful Dead. Grateful uh, Dead. Uh, <laughs> Althea. Actually. I was thinking uh, man, which scholar <laughs> messing with you but you <laughs> the song is about this, just mm, this. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna give you a little shock. Okay, let me ask you this question. Where does nirvana come from? Same thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> permitting, allowing. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Different habit. So that which allows nirvana is the same thing that allows samsara. Skillfully or unskillfully, <laughs> yes. So, where do we find that which will allow nirvana? Where do we have to go? How much is a plane ticket to get there? <laughs> yeah, you, you see what I'm getting to, right? What am I getting? What am I getting at? Same experience minus the minus the baggage. Mm -hmm. right. Minus yeah. the blind. Yeah. Remember, uh, 
I was talking about, uh, I wasn't using the term conventional, I was just saying another term. I was saying that this, the, the, what was I saying? Come on, what are you just saying? Constructive values instead of. Instead of saying the conventional level of reality, I was saying the. Habit. Yeah, it's it's in there. As I use a very provocative term. I thought you would remember it because I use a provocative term. Deceptive. Thank you very much. <laughs> the deceptive. And what is not? What experience is not deceptive? There are none. From that which is discerned but not elaborated on. Mm -hmm. Is not deceptive? That which is just merely discerned and then not not conceptualized or elaborated on mm -hmm. is not deceptive. That and the experience of that? The experience of that what is experience that's not filtered? So that's what we were saying, asking. If there's unfiltered experience, then it's not deceptive. Unfiltered uh, experience. If, there, if it exists. Unfiltered, yes, if there is such a thing. And if you define it, it's deceptive. Yeah. And if we talk about what the Buddha said is deceptive, then yeah. everything the Buddha said is deceptive. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not that deceptive is a evil that we have to get rid of, that we have to chase out of the, uh, the world, out of the, our mind. Deceptive is basically ex just another word for experience. It's a psychological... Uh, turn to make us look at it with a different perspective. Whether you're in samsara, your experience is deceptive. Whether you are in nirvana, your experience is deceptive. The difference being what makes the what makes the experience nirvanic rather than samsaric. What makes the deception nirvanic rather than samsaric. Exactly. Mm -hmm. When you accept it, it's nirvana. <laughs> yeah. When you refuse to accept it, when you refuse to understand it as just deception, you're in samsara. Are you just saying everything is a dream? That's a beautiful way of saying it. Emerson said that. <laughs> nirvana is a dream, samsara is a dream. And there's no waking up. <laughs> if one day you wake up, it's just not a dream. <laughs> Have you ever had those kinds of dreams? Yeah. You had those dreams where you you think you 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 woke up, but it was just another dream. Right? Yeah. So. Whatever experience you have, whether it is something that you enjoy, something that you don't enjoy, whether something that you understand or don't understand, it's deceptive. Okay, now going back to the original question. Where does samsara come from? Yeah. Not accepting the deception. <laughs> okay. 
and that which allows for okay I said I was gonna say something very provocative I haven't said it yet <laughs> here it is that which when perceived correctly or directly none this full acceptance which becomes wisdom is the same thing that becomes ignorance so can you say that again? yeah <laughs> That which, when perceived directly and accepting it as it is, which, which gives rise to wisdom, is the same thing that gives rise to ignorance, in a sense of not accepting that which has arise. Okay? All right. Uh, what, what does this have to do with the meditation? I was sort of giving you hints in the, in the uh, sort of using original nature, that kind of stuff. Um, to, to just be, not try to make something happen. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Original nature is what allows nirvanic experience, and it is original nature that allows samsaric experience. Samsara and Nirvana are not parallel universes who never, that, that never meet. They arise from the same source, original nature. So you could say, if you want to personalize it, or give it some sort of personality, when original nature refuses to see itself, it's Samsara. Mm. When original nature sees itself, it's Nirvana. It's still original nature. So whatever we experience, whether it is unpleasant, suffering, it's original nature's power to appear, and that appearance is deception. Deception in the sense that it's just appearance, it's not original nature itself. All right, I'm getting confusing? No? All right, let's stay with that. <laughs> Meditation. We're going to do Om Ahu meditation. Okay. Uh, and keep that attitude of as you breathe out, you go deeper. As you breathe in, you stay. Feel and stay. Okay. Now, along with the breath, they're going to intone the these these uh, three sounds. Om, Ah, and Hum. And then say, say them in whatever pace, in whatever rhythm uh, you know, feels good for you. And try to not only uh, say them conceptually, but also try to physically feel them. And you, you don't necessarily have to make a, a sound for you to feel them. You can just think of it and then feel it. And as you see it, oh, as you see it, as you uh, saying it and seeing it, 
you have three colors. White with the om, red with the ah, blue with the hum. Mm. Ah is whatever appearance you have. And removing the limitations of appearance. Red is whatever ways of relating that you have, expression that you have, and removing the limitations. And blue is whatever level of cognition you have, and removing the limitations. Okay? So think of those as you recite them. Om, ah, om. White, red, blue. Is there a location associated with them, or just wherever? Oh, yeah, I think uh, you can, yeah. Om, forehead. Ah, throat. Blue, with a hum at the heart, the, the spiritual heart. And you can see the source of those coming from original nature, giving that, appearing in that form in front of you. Okay. And what are the three again? Appearances? Appearance? Yeah. Communication or expression? Expression. And then cognition. Okay. Alright, so you're going to go deep. At first you're going to go om, ah, om. But if you do, as you said, you try to feed yourself going deep, eventually it will become very heavy how you say om, you say. Uh, when you get to that point, that's good. <laughs> it will almost feel like you're dragging it for a very long time. Okay, that means you're going deeper and deeper and deeper. Right? And maybe you might meet uh, Mr. Original Nature. Miss original nature. <laughs> and each time you say them, do less. Okay. Ready? Posture. Feel. Clearly, palpably recall whatever level of serenity, whatever level of ease you have ex you experienced just earlier. Palpably feel it in the body. Allow. Palpably feel it in the breath. Allow, palpably feel it in the mind, allow, stabilize it, observing three cycles of breath.
briefly recall your intention, like typing in the destination in your smartphone. And you press enter and you forget about it. in front of you. You can either leave it in front of you or you can bring it to the crown of your head, whichever feels more powerful to you. sound, let it reverberate throughout your being, so the ohm from the forehead throughout your being, the red R received in the, at the throat, let it reverberate throughout your being from there, the blue hum in your heart, let it reverberate throughout your being from there. And remember, like the exhalation, each time you hear it, you see it, it takes you deeper. Feel the depth. Try to stay within it. And with the next wave, you go deeper, letting go more and more, and seeing what you are grasping and letting go.
of the sound, the vibrations reverberating to the most subtle parts of your being. In that state, make a dedication. Take whatever gifts you have received in this meditation with you as you relate with the, with the, continue to relate with yourself, with others, with the world, with you and the world. Be present in the breath. present in the body, be present in your environment, One minute to say a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> the language that is usually used with this kind of meditation is uh, the way you deal, whatever kind of meditation you're doing, whether you're doing elaborate meditations with the breath, with the whatever, the main thing is trying to get the mind to a point of non-distractedness and get into a very subtle, very powerful level of awareness. And the different methods, you have different ways of dealing with those things which are not dis non-distracting, or what you call distracting, whether they are from the environment or from your own mind. Within this, within this method, you still have distractions, still have those things occurring, but you relate with them, there are different ways of relating with them. 
the way to relate with them is to return them, to return your mind to the understanding of, ah, this is just a play of original nature. This is just original nature's spontaneous play. Rather than say, oh, that's a distraction. Oh, I don't want to stop. What happened to them? You didn't pay them? He paid them more. So whatever is occurring, relate with it immediately with that. Oh, this is just spontaneous play of natural nature, of original nature. That way we don't have traumatic, uh, like I'm starting to use this term now, you don't have traumatic reactivity. That sounds cute, doesn't it? <laughs> we, don't have, we don't relate with traumatic reactivity. Okay, It's just acceptance. When you need to dodge, you dodge. When you need to stay, you stay. You don't not dodge when you're supposed to dodge and being hit and say, ah! <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's the le language. So when you go out into the world, just <coughs> keep doing that. Oh, this is just spontaneous play of original nature. Okay. When you're doing this, and you start to become maybe fascinated by the, the syllables. You know, they get brighter, they're glowing, mm -hmm. they're beautiful, and feeling oh, yeah. nice and tingling. Mm -hmm. um, what do you do when that's happening? Because that's a distract. That becomes a distraction because they they become very beautiful, right? Yeah. So, what so do you do? just say that's wonderful? Let me uh -huh. let it continue, or this is just another play? Yeah, just another play. But but you can enjoy it for a while. Definitely enjoy it. <laughs> Definitely enjoy it. <laughs> the whole point is to enjoy it. Yeah. 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 But don't get stuck in enjoying it. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. The, the, the other thing I was going to say is very, very, very quickly and <laughs> even more controversial. <laughs> all the tech giants are saying, better become a cyborg. Hmm? Yep. If you want to survive the next 25, 25 years from now, not be completely, what's that thing, outmoded. Or, or become the pet of a <laughs> robot. <laughs> you have to become a cyborg. If that doesn't appeal to you, I say, better get to your original nature. 